Whew. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one for sure. Um, I mean, obviously, it's we're about happened on Sunday, so we're about three and a half days removed. Um, obviously, from from what went down, as I'm sure you're well well aware, the whole world is is well well aware because this is uh, obviously a global tragedy because of uh, the impact I think Kobe had on on everyone, um, and I. I want to take this podcast today because this is kind of just a platform for me to share my thoughts, share what's going on inside of my head, share share um, my viewpoints. And I would be doing, I think, everyone, but specifically Kobe, a disservice if I didn't dedicate just one direct podcast to him because of the immense impact he's had on my life. Now, all I've been doing the past couple of days is is just watching coverage on on the impact, the extreme impact Kobe's had on on so many people's lives, especially athletes, especially close people to him, and and the reason why I think this is just so so widespread is because of who he was as a person, and and the immense amount of possibility and success that he exuded from his own accomplishments, from who he was as a person, which I think was so inspiring for everybody. And here's why. Here's why. And my family and I, we just finished watching Muse, Muse, M-U-S-E. It's a, uh, it's a Kobe Bryant documentary on uh on crave i'm sure you can get it anywhere um but we just finished watching it yesterday and the amazing thing about kobe is that he yes obviously he was a talented basketball player but he wasn't he wasn't insanely talented like he wasn't like a lebron where he's just born freaking a man child and (laughs) nobody can touch him or or any like extremely just absolutely talented athlete like that Kobe had to work for it Kobe had to develop that skill he wasn't born with it and the first year playing with the Lakers he barely played as an 18 year old kid and and it's just amazing to see the work ethic and and the just extreme focus to detail that this man had in improving his craft and improving his game and 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 viewing it through a different lens than any other NBA player has ever viewed improving their game and and arguably ever will and it was just getting to know what has gone on inside of Kobe Bryant's mind was, was just so so amazing and it's funny because I actually hated Kobe Bryant when when he was number eight, when he was wearing number eight. Because, as you know, um, like when he, he wore that number, he was just a different person. He was kind of arrogant. He was kind of an ass. He was a ball hog, all, all of these things. And, and I, was a, I was a huge, 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 huge Phoenix Suns fan, Steve Nash fan. 
obviously because I'm a Canadian boy and uh, and he was our best Canadian basketball player at that time. They were all they were also just so freaking exciting to watch. Amari Stoudemire, Steve Nash. I mean, oh, I love those those Phoenix Sundays in the the later 2000s. But me and my dad, we would always wake up like in the middle of the night because the games were obviously on on Western time, specific time. And we're on Eastern time. So we'd wake up at like midnight. We'd watch the fourth quarters of the of the LA Phoenix playoff battles. And oh, I just I hated Kobe because he was like, he was our arch rival. But then he changed his number to 24 later on in his career. And, and he started to understand who he had to become in order to get the most out of his teammates. And, and he, he really almost like grew up and grew into this man that I looked up to and, and I came to love, to be honest, and, and really aspired to be like. And it's honestly like his career aside, it's honestly just the past couple of years, like literally post-career that I, I just became like his absolute biggest fan. And to be honest, he's one of my, uh, like, like just one of the guys I look up to the most out of almost everyone, business included, because of all the interviews that he's done recently and, and podcasts that he's done recently and and just understanding how his mind works and how he views problems, how he views challenges and breaks it down to the smallest minute detail in order to reverse engineer to get to where he wants to go and overcome uh, some sort of challenge and come to the conclusion and the solution and understanding how that mind works and how he understands his competitors, finds those gaps, finds those weaknesses and doubles down on it himself in order to get that edge and to just straight up outwork you no matter what. That mentality, the Mamba mentality obviously, is was amazing to see. And, and the fact he was applying it now into his, his studio, he created a studio in order to better tell children's stories because his daughters rest in peace Gianna as well um, his daughters didn't have any any role models to look up to in the in the Disney world because everything was white princesses who who were looking to their their prince charming for validation and to get to where they wanted to go but for for him he was creating different things in the marketplace so that his daughters could have better role models and and, and young girls and, and everyone in general who are more diverse. And it was amazing to see what he was doing with that and winning an Oscar with, with Deer Basketball. And man, just such a talented, talented human being. And for me personally, for me personally, um, there, there's actually, you guys know I have a mind movie, um, which essentially is what I want to accomplish in my life. And people I look up to that I look at every single morning because it primes my brain to achieve that future because I look at it every morning. I'm training my reticular activating system, RAS. If you guys know what that means, it's a psychology term. Um, and Kobe's in it. <laughs> I look at him every morning. I look at some certain pictures every morning because every single time I, I see him, I think, boom, Mamba mentality, like I, I lock in, I lock in. And even for me, like you guys, I'm not sure if you know this. Um, I, I think I've talked about it on a previous episode. I'm, I'm not even sure. Um, but I, <laughs> I actually created different personalities inside of myself in order to get an edge and, and 
what's the right term? Get leverage on myself when when I'm down or when I'm not feeling it and just become a different person in order to just get shit done, to get more sales and business, to to become who I need to become in a relationship or just focus. And and as you know, obviously Kobe Bryant had the Mamba, the black Mamba mentality where he would just lock in and and nothing else mattered and he just slay on the court. Absolutely nothing matters except dominating on the basketball court. And I, I have a similar thing with me. I have two. I have, I have myself, me, Will, who, who you're listening to right now. Um, and I've also got Killer Schiller. <laughs> Killer Schiller is kind of like my, my Mamba, my Black Mamba mentality. It's, it's where nothing else fucking matters. All that matters is I get this one thing done and I get it done to the best of my ability and I get that outcome. It doesn't matter how the fuck I get that outcome. The only thing that matters is that I do it. And yeah, that's pretty extreme for me, Will, to talk about. But that was Killer Schiller talking. <laughs> and I know this is like borderline schizophrenic right now. But no, I'm serious. That's, that's an alter ego I will snap into if I need to. Not only that, excuse me, <clears throat> not only that, but I've got another, another one. Willpower. Obviously, both of these are play on, on my first and last name. Uh, willpower, because a struggle of mine, especially working from home sometimes, is just focusing. So I have willpower, which is in my mind movie as well, which is another alter ego where I just focus on one task. I block everything out and I just focus. And the cool thing about willpower, which is another alter ego I have, is I'll think about my competitors and, and I'll think about what they're doing in this day and the point where they stop working. I'll think about that point and then I'll work up until that point. And then I'll go two hours longer or however much longer I need to go in order to get a certain thing done because I know my competitors aren't, aren't going that long and I'm forcing myself to get to that point. And that's another alter ego I have through Mamba Mentality. And there's actually a really good book on this um, called, I think it's called Alter Ego. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. I'm going to check it out. So take that recommendation with a grain of salt because I actually haven't even read it yet but um but it's the next read I'm gonna have especially with with all of this and and anyway I'm digressing it all all stemmed from Kobe and all me trying to emulate a, a mindset of Kobe and leading by example as well I mean and this is something I was thinking about just the other day like um I've got Matt my mindset coach I've got Chad who's my lead generation co-coach and he does sales for new age coach. I've got Chris as well. I know probably both of you guys are listening to this. Chris is our offer coach and uh, also does lead generation and sales. And with everything Kobe went that happened with Kobe and, and watching this documentary last night. Um, yeah, it just makes me even more like, fuck man, like with me training my team. Cause I know, I know you guys need more training. I know you guys in order to, perform the way you need to perform in the role um having the best absolute best guidelines is what's going to get you there and i'm in the process of developing it because you guys just came on obviously um and you're technically like the first team members but even with me i'm like fuck i need to like i need to blaze the trail i need to show up the way i need to show up in order to lead these men to where we need to get new age coach to be but it starts and it ends with me just like kobe with the lakers 
Like you can't expect someone to, to do things that you wouldn't do yourself. And you need to adapt that mentality and understand how to get leverage on different people. And, and Kobe was a master at that later in his career, understanding his teammates, understanding how to get the best out of a particular teammate, depending on their personality. And I'm, as I'm transitioning in business and and building a team, um, that's a stage I'm in as well. And, and it's, um, yeah, it's something that there's just so many similarities in, in Kobe's life, Kobe's career that I was trying to emulate and trying to uh, um, find guidance and, and similarities in. And it's it's something that, man, it's just it's just a huge loss. It's just a huge, huge loss. And, and obviously with everybody's reactions that I'm sure you're seeing on all the sports channels and and just in general news, um, it's it's a big loss, especially with and in the Mamba Academy that he developed and just all the work he was doing in, in not just basketball but female basketball specifically because of his daughter Gigi and and um it's just it's just so so sad. So so sad. I was I was broken. Still am broken, but I was broken on Sunday, Sunday afternoon when I found out, just like everybody else was. And obviously I never met Kobe or was close to anyone he was close with or anything like that, but when someone has such a, when someone is such a leader and pioneer that way, it's, it's something that has a big effect on you. And yeah, so obviously, um, obviously we're not talking about anything other than Kobe on this episode and how I'm going to end it is a few things, but number one, how can you learn from Kobe's life? And here's the, here's how I want to end it. Kobe knew from a young age, which is actually so, so admirable. Um, like when he was 16, he, he just, he knew he was going to be, no, I should rephrase that. He knew he was, going to do everything in his power to become to become the greatest of all time and and that's amazing to have the confidence and to have the the wherewithal and the foresight to be able to understand that and to have that as a goal and even for myself like when I first got when I first created new age coach I I was so excited about it. I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew that I had one of the best products. And then you go through it and then you get beat down by the market. You get beat down from some bad clients. And then you kind of rethink things a little bit, rephrase things a little bit. But over this past, I would say a couple months, but specifically now, now that what this happened, I'm, I'm back. I'm like, yes, I am going to be the not one of, I'm going to be the best fitness business coach out there today. I, 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 I am. There's no ifs, ands, or about it. And, and same with you guys. And How can you have the foresight to understand what it's going to take in order to become the absolute best in your craft? The best in your craft. What work ethic is it going to take? What time scheduling is it going to take? 
and understand that it will be a process. And Kobe understood this too. He knew he wasn't going to become one of the greatest of all time overnight. He knew that he had weaknesses in his game, but every summer, every off season, he would work to overcome those, fill those gaps in his game, get better and better and better and better until he eventually became one of the greatest of all time. And for you, why, why just create a business? Why just create a business to make some money, a little bit of money a month? Why not seek mastery in your craft and become one of the best of all time? And this is, this is actually, I'll go on a little tangent here. This is actually why I'm so, so specific with taking on clients is because so many coaches apply and then I'm like, okay, I'll ask some questions. What makes you different? Why are you coaching? And I just get, oh, nothing makes me different. Oh, I just do this and they can see the same results of, of anyone else. And I'm just in it to get to 10K. And like, <laughs> That's just, that just doesn't jive with me at all. There's no love or art in the craft of coaching. Kobe had such a love for basketball. You have to have such a love for coaching. And if you don't, you're in the wrong industry. You're in the wrong industry. So that's the first thing I want to leave you with is, is how can you set goals and, and inside of your business, inside of your life also, and, and have the foresight to understand what it's going to take to get there but also believe that you're going to get there. Kobe always had that belief. He always, always had that belief. Excuse me. <clears throat> he always had that belief. And second thing, man, second thing, um, man, you just, you just got to love the people around you. And I, and I know that's a pretty blanket statement, but man, oh man, you just, you just never know. You just never fucking know. Um, so I just, I mean, call your mom tonight Text your sister, text your brother, text your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your kids, whatever. Hug them a little closer and, and just say things that are on your heart and and just, yeah. Don't leave things left unsaid and live the way you want to live. So I'm going to end it there. Um, and yeah, this one's for you, Kobe.